0: The acquisition floodgates opened as soon as the partial government shutdown ended last week, just on FedBizOps.gov alone. Agencies, both those that were shut down and those that weren't, released seven or eight times more RFPs, RFIs, and awards last week, as they did during the same week in 2017 and 2018. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about the deluge of procurement actions, including a handful of ones that many in the federal IT community are watching— Jason joins me now with all of the details. All right, let's start with the data. What did you find when you looked at Fed FedBizOps and all of these procurement actions?
1: Tom, this was just incredible. I was flabbergasted, if you will, by the numbers. So let me just go through them real quick. First of all, in 2017, we and I looked at the same last week of January in 2017, 2018, and 2019. In 2017, 528. This is just RFPs, RFIs, and awards. In 2018, 689 Right. So about 170 more in 2019, 4,217. 7 to 8 times more than in the previous years and and it's and it's that's just the RFPs RFIs and awards i didn't look at changes modifications i really try to keep it very easily
0: well i think the point here you, you can make is that even though only some of agencies were shut down the shutdown parts included fed bizops which means even the open agencies could not post to it correct
1: so they could post to fed bizops but at the same time i think there's so they were a little bit weary about posting because there's so many so much of the air was taken up by the shutdown and you're right 75% of the government was open so why are all these uh if you will, RFPs, RFI's, awards being put out there, and in fact, this—the reason why I did the story, Tom, was because I got a, a, a press release, and we'll give the the, the 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 group full credit. It's called U.S. Federal Contractor Registration. They're a third party that you know charges fees to help contractors get on and do business with the government, and they sent me a release that said the Defense Logistics Agency, so DLA, which was not shut down, alone re- released more than seven hundred solicitations on FedBizOps ranging from everything everything from non-chargeable batteries to liquid nitrogen to liquid oxygen to grenade launcher barrels. But that, to me, was amazing. And I said, well, how many others? And then that's how I came up and just looked at that 4,217-odd procurements.
0: Wow. And which agencies were the most active? You mentioned DOD.
1: DoD was, a, of course, they're always the most active. But I also talked with uh, Kevin Plexico. And he's the uh, senior vice president for information solutions at Dell Tech. And they also did a lot of research. And he said on average, agencies issued about 19 solicitations a day on FedBizOps. He said DHS was more act, most active. Uh, During the entire 35-day shutdown, they posted only 64 solicitations. They posted 63 alone in the four days since reopening of the government, so about 16 solicitations per day. Agriculture, Interior, and Justice all were also playing catch-up, posting on average three to four RFPs per day over over last week.
0: And is this flood over or is this going to continue for some period of time until the demand is played out, till the
1: tsunami is uh, washed back? I imagine this will continue, at least uh, maybe not at the rate we've seen, but, but over the next week or two. And then, you know, Tom, we're facing another shutdown potentially. So I think there's a lot of agencies looking to say, let me get things out there now while I have the opportunity versus waiting until – whether or not the government shuts down for a second time or in 2019. So I I think we'll see the data continue to show maybe not this rate, but at a very strong rate.
0: Yeah. What do they call it? Making hay while the moon is out or the sun is out or something. (laughs) Not being a farmer. I don't know quite the right way to put it. We're speaking with Federal News Network's executive editor, Jason Miller. And Jason, you mentioned a couple of notable procurement actions from GSA in all of this.
1: Right, GSA, which was uh, the Federal Acquisition Service, which was not shut down, but they do a lot of work for for agencies that either were shut down or, I guess, maybe waiting. GSA released two two important, if you will, one draft RFP, one RFI re- request for information. Let me start with the RFI. This is for the Centers of Excellence. This is the IT modernization, the the really key initiative from the Trump administration, and we've seen the Centers of Excellence work at the Agriculture Department and the Housing and Urban Development Office. Uh, and the House, and the Department of Housing and Urban Development, but now what GSA is doing is saying they put an RFI and said, "Well, what if we put a blanket purchase agreement out there for what they call a Phase One or Discovery Services?" So they put this RFI out on eBuy, and let me just go on my soapbox for a second here, Tom. I mean, if, if Mary Davies listening over at GSA, she knows what I'm about to say, and basically, you could not get a copy of the RFI unless if you're on eBuy. Oh but boy! That, yeah. Right, the transparency was crazy, but it, it, but. To give GSA some credit, they did put some information about this RFI on a GitHub site that was public. But on the GitHub site, and this is where I'm going to get on my soapbox, Tom, they, they they tell you you can find the entire RFI by searching RFQID number XY, you know, XYZ, et cetera, under the title Center of Excellence Discovery. But the problem is you can't find it unless if you're on eBuy. So there's a disconnect here that's happening, and, and obviously, Tom, it's something that I've been reporting on and being sure. frustrated for years – but let me digress back to yeah, what are to the they RFI. trying to buy here <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So under the centers of excellence and and when you have phase 1 is really the discovery where are where is the agency today and where do they need to go so it's around things like cloud adoption uh, infrastructure optimization, data center, and data analysis. And then they said, we're also going to add two new areas, information security, and actually workforce transformation or the reskilling of the workforce. And so so these are for phase one services. Now, phase one usually will lead to phase two, which is the RF, actual RFPs for the work. But right now, GSA wants to create sounds like a blanket purchase agreement on top of Schedule 70 for what they call this, this discovery services.
0: So there's basic... Services that would cut across any center of excellence trying to demonstrate whatever it is it's trying to be excellent
1: at. What the IT modernization needs are of that agency. So whether it's interior or commerce or whomever, they could buy these services off this BPA and get get that process started to move into that phase two, which is actually the IT modernization.
0: Yeah, that BPA approach seems to be getting more popular in the last few years as opposed to just a whole brand new schedule of contracts or a new multiple award contract approach.
1: I think you're absolutely right. We're seeing it across several agencies who are instead of going their own way, they're deciding to go back on the GSA, which actually is a great segue to the next uh, important procurement action. Yes, which another is RFI. Another well, – this is a draft RFP from GSA and the Defense Department for their DIOs. This is an $8 billion cloud procurement, not JEDI, but DIOS. Oh, Lord, DIOS. And so the draft RFP is out looking for comments. Again, comments are due uh, somewhere around uh, mid-February, and uh, I have a link to it. And uh, this, is in, uh, this has been very, watched very closely across the federal IT community. And that's Deos. Deos Defense Enterprise Office Solutions, DIOS.
0: Okay, good. And uh, finally, there's an RFI from the Office of Personnel Management, which is of note. What is going on with that one?
1: So this was another one that came out again last week. And this one is looking basically for a cloud system to host a central enrollment program for the Federal Employee Health Benefit Program, the FEHBP. Now, what's interesting about this, Tom, is it's not so much that they want to move it to the cloud. Everybody wants to move everything to the cloud but it's what the kind of central enrollment program a web-based self-service portal where the customer can do many different things like look at different plan options look at you know, what benefits cost sharing out-of-pocket expenses really give the federal employee an entire view that they can find in one place of when they so to help them make better decisions around health care and during open season. So I think to getting this RFI out now, they want to see what, what the art of the possible is. And then I imagine their, their goal without being, it's not being said in this RFI is that they want to get this set up in time for probably next open season. So next uh, November.
0: Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Be sure to check out his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Want more ways to show your good side to the world?